0: Before we begin today's episode, we wanted to give a shout out to those patrons we have on Patreon. Oh yeah, and currently we have Zach Duran, Rock the Green,
1: Hanson Screen Printing, Paul Campaneschi, L., Andy Herbrandt, Eric Sari, and, of course, Aperba. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring the show. And, uh, you know, what we use the money for is Literally Pay for Servers, our uh, beer, which is all local beer, and, of course, the music. We love to support the local artists. That's kind of our philosophy for this thing in the first place. So, yeah. Without further ado, Thank uh, you. let's cue up that music, Eric. Thank you for all your support. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Now on to the show.
0: All right. Welcome to another episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast, your weekly dose of the Dairy State. Uh, We are again your hosts. I am Eric. And I'm Russ. And uh, we are talking about a pretty cool episode today uh, regarding Beloit and its baseball history. Uh, from the uh, Fairbanks Morse fairies to today's new franchise, which is uh, we're going to we're going to wait and, and tell you that in the, in the episode. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to go too in, in depth here and I don't want to piss people off to the point where they end the yeah. episode right now. Um, it, we get it. Snappers is cool. Uh, yeah, and, no, and we had sure. them forever. But, um, we and, also go ahead.
1: And yeah, I just wanted to stay too. you know, like a lot of the stuff, like the reason why sometimes I focus on that area is because I'm from there. Right. So I get to see all this cool history and like, I learn all this cool stuff as I go. So I wanted to say too, like, if you guys have something in your area that you really would like us to focus on oh, yeah. research, let us know. Cause I don't want to just stick to the, our areas. I just always hear about boy history cause I like kind of live close to there and I know a lot of people there yeah. and I always hear these really cool stories. And this one was pretty neat when I actually researched
0: it. So. Yeah. We also have really great Wisconsin music today uh, from Micah Emrich. Uh, we have another beer review and another uh, edition of the infamous "How many locals you at?" Um, hey, as always, you know, um, please like, subscribe, rate, review that kind of stuff. Uh, reach out to us if you have any suggestions. All of those things. Um, we we also have uh, the the patrons uh, that we that that you know sponsor the entire show and and uh, uh, you can find all the information for Patreon uh, or links to our T Public page where you can buy all of our logoed gear. Um, that's right on WisconsinDrunkenHistory.com. dot com. Um, you know we really do appreciate everybody who supports this show. Uh, you know week in and week out, we would oh, not okay. be able to do any of this uh, without listeners. You know we. We may have abandoned the uh, the YouTube side of things because, let's be honest, it just was a lot of work in order to get a handful of listens on that platform. That now people can just listen to it directly through Facebook. Which, yeah, yeah. thank you Facebook and Instagram for doing that because uh, makes it a lot it, easier. To it share. makes the reach even easier, yeah. you know. And uh, we really do appreciate everybody who again supports uh, supports us because we support local breweries. We help you to support local breweries, local music. Uh, helping that kind of scene get taken back off, uh, uh, you know, after after COVID, you know, post-COVID kind of concerts and stuff. Um, all the exposure that we're able to do for all of these other things, um, it makes us feel a little bit better uh, about that, you know? Oh, heck yeah. So uh, continue to, to share and support, uh, you know, word of mouth, like we've said before, massive, massive for us, massive for all these breweries and massive for all these bands. Uh, w- you know, we just really appreciate everything that you allow us to be able to do. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about some Beloit baseball. Yes, yeah,
1: some, some pretty neat history. Um, Beloit has always kind of had a semi-pro kind of pro-ish baseball the minor league yeah like the farm club for yeah they're definitely always kind of been a farm and uh, the first place we really have to start is originally in 1915 when local beloit manufacturer fairbanks morris started the fmaa or fairbanks morris athletic association where they put together plans for a semi-pro baseball team called the Beloit Fairies and the actual ferries name everyone kind of laughs so, ah, that's, that's a little weird right it's like Dick Bruiser I believe it comes from Fairbanks was actually making something called uh, fairy soap at the time which was kind of like a product that they developed I mean now they make like massive engines for like ships in the navy and stuff and like massive engines in general you know i think they make some like massive like hospital generators i mean i don't know everything comes out of there because it's pretty top secret i'm gonna be honest i was
0: just gonna say and and i don't think we're privy to all the information anyway so right um but yeah ferries kind of weird to to kind of a weird name with some big products
1: actually they would go on to create a basketball and a football team which actually went on to beat the green bay packers can you believe that nobody's the,
0: ever beaten the Green Bay? The Packers. The Fairies
1: took down the Packers on November 23rd. Oh, 19- shut your mouth
0: as you're wearing a Packers <laughs> shirt over there. I still like the pack.
1: I'm not gonna. You know what? I'm glad that we had the Green Bay Packers. Right? I might hear some. The Fairies just. I don't know. I don't know if I could rock a pink tutu like at the games. You know, like it's cool, but it's not. You it's know? yeah.
0: It's not. Yeah. I'd right. still
1: be Wisconsin team, so I'd probably support them. But it'd be pretty tough wearing a tutu at a game. No one wants to see that package hanging out. I don't necessarily yeah, want to see your upper thigh. Yeah, <laughs> on November 23rd, 1919, the underdogs would be, beat the legendary team, and there were actually fights, riots, and all kinds of problems between Packers fans and Fairies fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> packing and some Fairies in there, yeah. hey? hey.
0: Oh, God. And
1: the, the Fairies would go on to beat them 6-0, making the, the top dogs of 1919. In 1920, the Packers would make a comeback with a 7-0 win, and the two of Goliath would again go at it in 1921, and they would lose again to the Fairies, seven to zero.
0: So the wow. Fairies won twice. Packers not a won very six. not a very big high scoring game either. No, the, both of if them aren't very high scoring games. If it's right. still by the 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 scoring that we have now, which is like six six points for the touchdown with right. the one you know an extra point. If that's the case, I mean, it's a pretty low scoring. You know, the other the other game they were doing ended, pretty good. They the both other were pretty good teams because you said the one was six to nothing. That I, would have been either two field goals or uh, a touchdown without an extra point. And the other one was just a touchdown and an extra point. You know the the good thing is
1: like yeah that's you know they're a great football team but I don't know if I'd want I'd like the Lambeau Trophy right like Lambeau Field like the you know the Vince Lombardi Vince Trophy Vince Lombardi Trophy yep. it's be better yeah. than the Fairy Trophy
0: like, absolutely I, you know what I mean I'm, I'm sorry but I my, agree so. I agree I don't think you have as much uh, history if you have to go with uh, the the fairy name or Tinkerbell or what you know whatever yeah. it might be
1: so actually you know what though the their their Department of um, like sports was actually no joke. I mean it's oh, a big uh, deal. Yeah, yeah. Even though it is semi pro, it wasn't a joke. Yeah. And so the baseball team we're gonna come back to, the semi pro team, would go on to officially launch that same year in nineteen fifty and would go on all the way up until nineteen twenty six and were led by coach Alva J. Chubb.
0: <laughs> my God, Russ.
1: Did you make this shit up? I didn't, dude. Oh, Did you man. make this shit up just to after, make me giggle? You know, after dick punching and, like, yeah. dick bruising, like, All of chubs. last
0: episode talking about dick punch or di- dick, what, dick bruiser. Dick punching the old chub, And then now we're talking about fairies and chubs. <laughs> for fuck's sake.
1: Jesus Christ. <laughs> they would go on up against teams of the area, including Kenosha, South Bend, Racine, Canton, Chicago, and Joliet, just to name a few. And one advantage for the players were during World War II, they were able to actually provide shelter to the players and shelter them from the draft, which is kind of nice for them,
0: right? Well, right, because I think you would, you, if you were a professional player, uh, to some degree, you might have actually had uh, the choice to uh, enter into the draft or not. And, and honestly, some of the more major league players actually chose to go into the draft. Right. Uh, you know, some some really big names like uh, from the Yankees and stuff, Um all participated uh, and did their, their duty as a, as a military in the, in the war, and then some didn't, you know.
1: But this minor league team actually was, you know, a lot of them were Fairbanks employees. There were some that were not. Most of them were just shop workers and actually engineers and just employees that they had. And they produced many legendary players, such as Shoeless Joe Jackson. Which, yeah, huge, huge, huge in the t- name in for time, the Chicago Olden. area, yeah. Elvin uh, Kruger, who went on to become a Milwaukee brewer, one of my favorites, obviously, the brew crew.
0: Oh, I love the Brewers. I don't know who Alvin Kruger is, but I'd like to... He was early in their career. I'd like Like to touch on that a little bit, too. And
1: over the years, um, they would even play against the Chicago Cubs and White Sox. Yeah. And even went on to victory against these teams a couple of times, which is no surprise because they're from the land of fib. Sorry, guys. Hey, you know what? Just teasing. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Here's the thing. I know. It, I know. It, it's just like it's just kidding. It's around, just a right? nickname that, that right. you know we call them, and I'm sure they have something that they call. Oh, us. dude, Cheddarheads,
1: or whatever, y turds. Yeah. I don't know. Chatter- <laughs> whatever you guys want to call. I me. know. And, and I've
0: heard. I've heard both of those. Uh, you know, when I go when I go south of the border, I've been called a lot of really ruthless stuff. Fib is is. It's not that uh, bad. Not bad. And and I've and I haven't really heard anybody say anything else. But I don't know that many people that uh, that even really talk that way. Right. So yeah. that
1: brings us to today, where we're going to talk about the modern age of the semi-pro leagues in Beloit. And, yeah, uh, we originally are going to talk about the team, the Beloit Brewers, which were created in 1982, being the major farm team for the Milwaukee Brewers.
0: We, we talked about that in uh, back in like episode, I don't know, seventeen or something like that. Yeah. Too. Uh, that, that we did, or uh, maybe it was like episode 26. I but think when we
1: talked about the brew crew. We right? did. We, yeah, we yeah. did
0: the full history of the Brewers and uh, and how, uh, honestly, the, the Mil- Milwaukee Brewers uh, uh, was started out of the Seattle Pilots because mm-hmm. they couldn't continue. But like you said, Beloit Brewers were actually uh, uh, kind of a bridge team um, to, to maintain the organization name because the Milwaukee Brewers' uh, uh, original club, the Milwaukee Braves, moved south to Atlanta. Right. So.
1: And they would continue to farm actually to the brewer- Brewers, even though there was a name change all the way up until 2004, which they then switched to the farming team for the Minnesota Twins in 2005.
0: They did. Yeah. And and, and some of those players, uh, uh, you know, made it really, really big. Yeah. I mean, oh, a yeah. lot of them.
1: Oh, yeah. And they, they adopted their most famous name, the Beloit Snappers, in 1995 after using the parent name, the Brewers, for about the first 13 seasons. Yeah. The snapper's name being derived from the snapping turtles uh, being found in the area, you know, the Turtle Creek and the town of Turtle, and, of course, the turtle-shaped effigy mound found on the Bloy
0: campus. Which is cool. We will do a show uh, specifically about effigy mounds oh, as well. Oh, there's a of really cool ones in the state. Um, There, that's a lot of stuff to cover.
1: Originally playing at the Pullman Field Stadium located on Cranston, yeah, there were efforts. Years, oh yeah, there were early efforts in the Snappers to get relocated, possibly to James, to get a wider audience in the Rock County area due to its central location in Rock County. But nothing would come of this. And instead, they decided to repair the current Pullman field with about $100,000. And they added like a sprinkler system and re-leveled fill, just things that you need to do to keep an upkeep on the field.
0: Yeah. When I tried out for the Brewers uh, like two or three seasons in a row, it was at Pullman field. Oh, so yeah. I've been on that. Heck I've been yeah, on dude. the field. I've pitched on that field. Uh, and yeah. um, honestly. It got, it got a bad name because it's not uh, it just didn't have anything to offer. Right. Uh, is it a bad stadium? No. No, but, it's actually not. It's um, just, I
1: mean, it's not the most exciting stadium. Exactly. That's the thing know. is it
0: had the seats. You could sit there and it watch the game. It kind of was like
1: a really small grandstand at a fair or something. Like and most
0: of the stuff was behind the park when you right. first walked in before you ever even got to see the seats or anything. That's where they had a lot of the, the vendors and things.
1: And it was in 2018 when plans were being laid with investors to talk about saving the franchise and making a brand new stadium in downtown Beloit. As a franchise were in talks about the uncertainty of the Snappers between major and minor league contracts. So it was time for a rebrand and a new stadium. So Diane Hendricks along with other investors created the ABC Supply Stadium and their first game was actually held on August 3rd of 2021 as Snappers still at this point. Yes. And as of 2021, they would be the official farm team of the Miami Marlins,
0: which is very unfortunate because the Miami yeah. Marlins suck so bad. I know,
1: right? I wish they would keep the. I wish they could keep the Brewers somehow. Obviously, like keep, and they haven't been
0: know. part of the Brewers in in quite a while. I mean, it's yeah, basically it's been, been uh, uh, for all the other teams. And they also they de-
1: they also decided to do the name change. And originally, there were five names on the team. And I kind of wanted to talk about these, Eric, and kind of
0: get your takes on them. Well, because you and I actually did. We, we did kind of we voted on this too. We did. Um, and then we also had some uh, some insider information uh, as all this oh, yeah. kind of was coming out. And and we won't we knew, say anybody's We knew before,
1: name. We knew beforehand a little we bit beforehand. We
0: won't say anybody's names as far as how we got that information. But um, so I, I want to here's the names. Yeah, yeah I
1: want to initially name these and see what you guys think. I mean, yeah. I have my favorite. It's with the cheese balls. Mm-hmm. The Beloit Moo, the Beloit Polka Pike, the Beloit Sky Carp, or the Beloit Supper Clubbers. Yeah, Eric, what were your thoughts initially? What which one did you end up voting for? The originally? the
0: one that I thought absolutely rolled off the tongue and made so much sense because of the area was the Beloit Supper Club. That was mine too. Because yeah, I mean, the, the the Butterfly, Butterfly Club, Club is right literally there. right there. Right. Um, and then they they've, they've I mean, had sense. their handful of different ones other than the Butterfly Club, but. Uh, Butterfly Club is a fucking staple. Oh, yeah. If you haven't school. been there, you got to go. go. Oh, it's huge. I'm it's cool. telling you right now, it may be the worst drive that you've made to get there. Uh, that 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 area of Beloit right now uh, on that highway, uh, the tail end of 43. It's crazy. Fucked. It's crazy right now. We just had to do that like, a couple weeks ago. It kind of directs
1: you into weird locations and it, stuff, and then and you got to you, find you, your way on. Exa- and you now, get to that roundabout, I'm just going <laughs> to tell you right
0: now, too, You, if you're heading that way, you have to get off the highway and... At X, that's what if we do. You want I to do go anyways into now
1: because I can get right to Cranston from X. Right, otherwise so it's it, easier it, for me to get Otherwise, it to redirects my
0: farm. you onto the highway to either go towards Madison or go towards Illinois. It's crazy. So, right now. but the supper clubbers, Russ, like you said, we can admit that was the one that we agreed. You know, very I mean, very out of
1: all those, if I had to choose, that was the best one. Yeah. Right?
0: I mean, like supper club
1: staple clubbers but, is clubbers, a bat, right? It like makes a bat, sense. You it know? makes sense, right? So, here's the answer of what actually occurred. They're, they've been decided to call the Beloit Skycarp the derogatory the derogatory term for the of course the Canadian goose. You know when we're talking about the nuisance bird that shits all over little green turds on the trails, uh, leaves area kind of shitty, uh, destroys everything in the winter, attacks you when he gets close to its nest, overbreeding, destroying habitats all over North America. You know we're talking about the scum bird. That was your that was your nickname
0: in high school. The
1: shit goose. The shit goose. <laughs> 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 I just that actually out. was one of your nicknames, shit nice. goose. I leave little turds on the side of the pool. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna kind of t-
0: all on right, someone's front porch. <laughs>
1: on front porch, yeah, the shit goose, <laughs> the old ice cream shit. And I'm, I, you know, I'm still kind of on the fence. Obviously, like I'm still gonna go to games. there. their stadium's awesome. ABC Stadium is phenomenal. So,
0: Russ and I really quickly just had that conversation, kind of off the mic, uh, before we started the episode. But um, I was saying that this was my first time going by ABC Supply Stadium because. Uh, I don't get down to Beloit that often anymore. It's more more of a pass-through. Um, my wife's family lives... Uh, uh, they're down in, uh, um, like, New New Glarus area, uh, Monroe area. And um, driving through uh, Beloit is honestly the easiest and fastest way for us uh, because of where we're situated in uh, the Muskego area. Um The drive is is really, you know, six of this, half a dozen of the other. If we try to go through Madison or if we try to go through Beloit, Beloit just happens to be an easier drive for us. So uh, we had a chance to to finally drive past it. And I'll tell you what, I am absolutely... uh, uh, I love it. I'm enthralled. It's really nice. I think that this is this is one of the best things to happen to local baseball uh for, for that area in a long, long fucking time. Yeah,
1: and you know, I don't go into Beloit often. I live in Beloit technically, but it, we're like out in the country. <coughs> like we're far you away guys from are the town. You Closer
0: to uh like Orfordville than you are yeah, Beloit. You're closer to Janesville than you are to Beloit. We're
1: we're pretty far out. So yeah, we're kind of in the there. middle. Yeah, we're pretty much in the middle of nowhere outside of Beloit.
0: Yeah. And rocking like 13 acres out there, you know? Yeah,
1: we got quite a bit of woodland and just prairies a lot of nice and, field. Yeah, I mean, it's nice great. prairies. Uh, but you know what? I'm still going to go to the game. Not sure about rocking a... Um, a
0: Skycarp Jersey or, yeah, or anything Yeah, I'm not sure about like that, that yet. I, I won't.
1: But the one cool thing that they did do is pay homage to a lot of the hometown heroes in Beloit, like uh, Bessie Raich, uh, the one one of the first women to fly solo in an airplane. Of I course, like Roy Chapman Andrews, who we featured before, and we did we talked about Arthur Warner, the odometer guy. So they kind of like Talk have little all, yeah. symbols into the goose, you know, the shit goose, it yep. shit goose, the uh, old like, shit bird, like wrenches, you know, like flying goggles. Listen here, you dick bird. So it's kind of cool that they did pay homage to the history of Beloit, and yeah, I. The, I don't know. I'm not totally on board with the name yet. I mean, maybe it'll kind of catch on as it goes, but like, I'm just so used to snappers at this point. You know what I
0: want to see is if they, if they come out with, uh, you know, special hats and special shirts or something that, that gets me more into the name because, uh, you know, uh, it, it's as much about the name as it is about logo or about the, the, you know, the different logoed material you can buy. I mean, the logo is actually pretty nice, but it's like, I'll support a fucking team. Oh yeah. And you know, I'm a diehard, you know, Milwaukee Bucks fan. And and I'm not talking about the 2021 championship Milwaukee Bucks. I'm talking about the 2014 almost worst team in the league, Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, you've been a I'm fan talking for about a while. you know, season ticket holding guy. You know, I, I mean, ask anyone around. I've told them time and time again that if I had to pick one team, you know, stupid scenario, gun to my head if I had to pick one team to cheer for for the rest of my life on any sport at all it would be the Milwaukee bucks. Now, why? Because I love playing basketball myself. I was never really much of a football guy. Um, despite my size and, and, you know, my athletic nature, basketball is the, the sport uh, that I fell in love with kind of more so in my, in my later life, uh, into high school and stuff. Uh, and then baseball, of course I love playing baseball. Uh, but once I became the size that I am now, um, it wasn't really that fun to play anymore because you can't move around as much. You can't really do as much, but basketball is fun. Cause really no matter you know where you are, uh, you can play and yeah, it's, good. and it's an absolute fun game. Um, but again, Beloit snappers will always kind of be that set. It,
1: it's kind of like that Milwaukee Miller stadium and the Ampham. I
0: still right. call it Miller
1: stadium, right? Yeah. I, I, just and, call it because I'm just so used to it. Like, you know, and
0: we've had that that discussion a hundred times on this yeah. show where it's like so,
1: it's kind of the same situation though. Say like, what you want, like, yeah. but
0: you know the the it doesn't change the idea. It's still that there. It's it, can't it's not Miller it. Park. Right, right. You know, it's it's going to be AmFam and it's not going to be Beloit Snappers. It's going to be the Beloit Skycarp Carp. Um, but hey, as long as you're supporting Yeah. I well, don't for care. sure.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I still no matter what, I still love Beloit baseball. I hope you guys found this uh episode fascinating, learned a little history yeah. about the Beloit. And It's go, I always had semi-pro.
0: Go to ABC Supply oh, Stadium. It's, it's you guys cool. are going to love really it. It's really awesome. All right. We have our music segment. Yeah. And uh as always, uh you know, we have a a fantastic musician that's based right out of Wisconsin. Uh, this one, you, it's Milwaukee area again. Yes, Milwaukee. She's a uh, I'm not, <laughs> He he's
1: a singer songwriter, yeah. and uh, he actually like kind of blends a lot of musical types together. If you're going to listen, you're going to hear like some it's pop, R and B, you know, maybe even some alternate rock, hip hop, EDM, and some yeah. folk blended in there. And I think he does a really good job of doing it. Yeah, um, I think it's really great. I think it's good music. It's it's great that we have like a variety on the podcast, which is kind of what we are going for in the and beginning. Like, which is awesome, and I love this stuff.
0: I like that we're trying to start uh, uh, really spreading our our reach into into different areas. Uh, uh, like we a couple episodes ago, we had uh, something more of of the hip hop kind of uh, blend. Uh, and then, uh, uh, we've had metal bands and and obviously we do a lot of the, that country kind of folk and bluegrassy uh, kind of feel, but then also our main wheelhouse is like this rock, pop rock kind of thing. It's, but, we've uh, had it like all over the state too, yeah. which is cool. Like pretty and, much
1: everywhere, even up North we've had bands.
0: And this, which is cool. this one in particular, this is, uh, Micah Emrich, uh, Micah, uh, I reached out to Micah and, uh, uh, had originally heard a little bit of, uh, his music on, uh, 88. Nine, uh, and then had also uh, seen uh, his name on a few of the local posters for like X-Ray Arcade and some of the more local venues um, and, and just absolutely fell in love uh, with with the first, you know, the first song that I had heard. And uh, uh, and just it kept growing from there. Uh, I reached out to uh, to him about uh, featuring the music and he said, oh, hell yeah. Like that was his awesome. response. That's oh, hell yeah. Cool. yeah. And, uh, and 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 I'm I'm just really excited to to be able to bring this to anybody who hasn't heard it at this point. Um, without any uh, further ado, we'll we'll give you Micah Emmerich, and the song is No Sleep.
2: It's way past ten. I gotta work at four a.m. These melodies are telling me don't go to bed, so I stay up and work until like three ten. I stumble in Tired as hell Yeah, I'm home How I shouldn't be here To all convince I'm on something Saying he's off the shit
3: But truth is I'm running off no Sleep Skip my whole truth listen bro
2: Say, you gotta go and find your way Save up, put money in your 401k So when you can't work, you can pay People always say Don't get lost in this corrupted world Just go get your high school sweetheart
3: and give her some kids just to make them the world yeah. But the truth is I'm on i
2: I'm trying, but I get so lost every day. I've contemplated all the thoughts, I don't know what to make. And I hear all the expectations that they tell me. They said that i turn out okay.
3: I've no sleep, skip my hood so listen, to sweet, so easy my own Instead of great. see what truth is that you just a-
1: Isn't that rad? Oh my god, Uh, it was amazing!
0: Can't believe you found that. Just you know, rad, incredible, rad music, man. Uh, And and uh, you know, again, you can hear the different blend of all the different influences and uh, and different styles and things that uh, that that really you know gave him the inspiration to uh, you know make the music. I mean, and 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 uh, like I said, I I think you know this one might be the one that that makes you uh, really really enjoy him and. Uh, listen to everything else but i'm telling you you're not going to be disappointed this stuff is very good uh, i'm very very uh very proud to to have this individual uh as a as a musician and an artist uh right here from the oh, great yeah. state of wisconsin and, and honestly from uh, the milwaukee area as well continue that uh that really awesome music scene that we have so uh let's go ahead and move into our beer review segment yeah, good one, too. yeah so uh continuing sort of the the uh, um the uh, baseball and, and kind of uh, boys of summer kind of feel. We have uh, a brew from Broken Bat. You got to keep the baseball yeah. field, right? So I grabbed the four
1: pack of cans from the uh, Broken Bat Brewery, which we visited. Um, this one is really cool. The, the can's awesome. I mean, there's a guy swinging. You know, the Czech swing, right? He's swinging, swinging a bat.
0: He's not quite pulling the trigger on that swing.
1: It's kind of cool. Like, the art's kind of neat. It's kind of like a, there's a, a baseball player, obviously, about to take a swing. Kind of red. Kind of had, like, faded, like, modern look to it. It's really cool. Yeah. Um. So this one's coming in at 4% ABV. It is a Czech-style Pilsner. And uh, this one is really good. It's, like, kind of your Pilsner taste, you know, but it's mm-hmm. more of, like, not... Like your cheap foreign, like your cheap Pilsner. It's like right. actually the Czech pills. So Pilsner was actually started in Czechoslovakia, right? The okay. town of Pilsner, I believe, is actually the town it was started in. Wow. So the style of beer is Pilsner. It's using a Pilsner grain, obviously, you know, like a light, lighter malt that's going to be a Pilsner grain. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this one's great because it's 4%, right? Like, we're not going to get racked today, like... No, this is gonna be all right. If they're an hour, when I leave, I'm gonna be fine. I'll right, today's episode.
0: So. A very easy drink. Uh, oh yeah, uh, it's not harsh at all, and it has uh, such a, a, a smooth um, and easy drinkability. Uh, I don't think you would be at all disappointed in your in your choice to uh, replace. Uh, you know, your your couple of brews on a on a Packer or Sunday or something like that with uh with one of the Czech swing uh, pilsners.
1: Yeah, and it's good. I mean, we've we've been to this brewery a couple times now. I go yeah. there because it's kind of like not that far out of my way here, so I can just stop and grab something. Or yeah, I try to grab something local just to kind of support the area. And I saw this one like, you know what, we're doing a baseball episode, gotta grab it, right? I mean, there's a baseball player on it. It's perfect. Right. It's and uh, yeah, this one did not um, disappoint. It's really good. Um, I'm not sure where you can find this one because I actually got this one at the brewery, so I'm not. I think exactly it's only.
0: Sure. I think I want to say it's only distri- uh, uh, distribution at brewery. Uh, I don't even know if they have a whole lot of beers. Okay. Out in in stores anyway. So well, if that
1: is the case, head down there. It's actually a cool brewery. Anyways, you can bat some balls, drink some brews. You yeah. know, you got eighty eight nines over there. Like we talked about it before. There's really, a lot cool of breweries area. actually in that area too. Yeah. So you don't gotta go far.
0: There's a um, an axe throwing place right down the street too, so make it make a day of it, you know. Yeah, it's really uh, cool. Mobcraft's know. not far away. Enjoy. You got
1: Great Lakes Distillery, not over in that area. You got a lot of breweries in that yeah. little area, not far from each other. So. Yeah,
0: third space is right down the street too. So but again, um, that was
1: check swing, four percent ABV, check style Pilsner. go and check that one out. If you get a chance, check out the brewery, it's a really cool location.
3: Grab a seat, gather around, join.
1: All right, folks, you know what that means. It's time for the uh, infamous How Many locals You At. And to keep with our baseball theme, Eric, you found a good one today, and I can't wait to check this out.
0: Yeah, so uh, um, this one is about a 28-year-old Reeseville man. Um, So uh, a man who may have been trying to steal home after a night of drinking got caught rounding third. Um, This would be a Fourth offense, uh, for the individual uh, for driving uh, under the influence, um, after he allegedly drove his vehicle on a baseball field. Twenty-eight years old too. Four at
1: twenty-eight. Woof, this guy's rough.
0: He's definitely yeah. He's 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 really cooking for you know trying to. He might get the the record, record. the
1: sixteen or whatever we had.
0: Yeah, forget whatever the hell that (laughs) That was. was. Insane amounts. So uh, this individual, like we said, twenty-eight, fourth offense. Uh, He made his initial appearance in the Dodge County Circuit Court uh, on Monday. Uh, He is also charged with operating a motor vehicle while his license was revoked. Not shocking uh, that he uh, has three offenses prior to this one, and uh, he's only 28 years old. So, I mean, generally you get a couple years on on one of those where you can't drive. So, um. Uh, According to the Dodge County Sheriff's Office, police received a report on Sunday at around 11.40 p.m. that there was a vehicle near the baseball field at Lowell's Fireman's Park uh, that was doing donuts and driving on the field. Dumb. Yeah. Um, yeah. A deputy pulled over the vehicle a short time later, uh, and the uh, driver got out. Uh, He originally resisted doing field sobriety tests and... uh, um, I guess he said that the officer never saw him uh, driving on the field. Because he came after
1: doing the donuts, but still.
0: I mean, that to me, that doesn't really make you a know, difference. You know. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> whether you were you were uh, actually seen driving on the field, or, or that's not. your car and I mean, you're in the
1: area of the car and you're drunk. Well, like, that's also know.
0: just like that's eyewitness testimony. You know, they yeah, can yeah. easily have the nine one one caller. Um, you know you know stand up in court against this but also how did your how did your vehicle get out there are you alone because if you are that means you drove it here
1: oh
0: man i i don't know about this one like you know what though he is 28
1: he has a tolerance and he's been drinking i mean like this guy's 28 and he already has four DUIs. like this guy is gonna master by the time he's like 50 he's gonna be in like he's gonna be in the double digits
0: easily i would imagine So yeah, he's gonna break records. That's for sure. Um, I
1: mean, we don't have a lot on the breathalyzer. You know
0: what I mean? We don't have a lot of information. We know he's twenty eight. Yeah,
1: probably just partying with his bros. Like, let's head out to the baseball field and do some donuts and do some sick tricks on there. You know, it's probably just like he probably has a monster energy drink, freaking sticker on the back of his car. Let's be honest. Like, he's probably one of those guys. Maybe
0: a real tree sticker
1: maybe a real tree you think it was a truck I was kind of I was, was visiting a truck you were
0: thinking a truck I don't know yeah but I, I here's guess. my thing I, I you know he's definitely got that significant uh history uh with uh issues with drinking and driving plus uh you know he's he was just doing hanging stupid with the boys. Shit.
1: I mean he was just hanging with the boys I think I already have a local on this i I don't think he was crazy drunk I think he was just out with the boys partying yeah so what do you think I mean do you want to go on three? I got my number. I mean I know
0: I'll, I'll okay. I'll I'll just go ahead and I'll fireball it without giving it a sure. whole lot of thought and, and we'll go from there. Okay. Three, two, one, six. Sixteen. You're thinking sixteen. Yeah, I think this guy's fucking bombed out of his. You think dick. he's bombed? You think, think he's, he's a pass out? We've been far off. Board, you, know?
1: you think he's losing his Gordon? Like let's put, let's do this, bros? Yeah.
0: You think so? I mean he thought to himself that I already have three drunk driving arrests. My fourth one. Uh, you know what I'd love to do is go out and just donut on this baseball field. And it's not even like a good baseball field. Are we going to meet in the like, middle at
1: 11 Loco? Yeah. Honestly? The 11?
0: Yeah, I could, you know what? I could settle.
1: I, I would settle on that. I'm just going to say, like, I don't think he was pass-off drunk. That's the only reason I didn't go higher. Like, I think he's, like, out partying with the boys.
0: I think it's a tolerance thing. He's only 28. Yeah. He can handle the Loco, baby. I see that.
1: I think 11 Loco is a good call. What do you think? Eleven Yeah, are you I'll settle local? on 11. All right, sound like, yeah, we'll go on 11 Loco on this guy.